program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. Okay, welcome in to another edition of the tailgate. We took a little bit of time off, but we're back. Well, at least I'm back. Jeff is down at the PGA show. And if you don't know what that is, basically it's a bunch of golfers getting together, I think in Orlando and showing off the new equipment that's coming. And, um, yeah, it's a big part of his job to go and see what's going on there with different trends and tendencies that are going on. And, um, so Jeff will be gone. Uh, actually the next two days, Robbie Andrew will be in here with me, and we'll keep doing the show and look forward to it. There are so many things I could talk about. Like I was thinking about what's the lead? What if I'm if I'm going with the biggest story, or maybe I wait to discuss the biggest story in the second hour when more people I know are on their drives home and they start listening. Uh, but let's just go. We'll just go through it all because there's a million things to discuss today. It's one reason I told Jeff that I would just handle today's show because um, there is so much to talk about and so many things I have an opinion on. Let us start out with, I guess, let's start off with the NFL. The NFL's a king. We all know that. It's the biggest audience, the biggest fan support, everything. Um, most money. And uh, the game's... Now, last week end, because you had Saturday, Sunday, Monday, all but the Monday game were really good games. I, I know Seattle, San Francisco got a little bit lopsided, lopsided at the end. Uh, this this week, it was kind of split right in half. Uh, certainly the um, Jaguar game is a good game. I know that a, a lot of Jaguar fans out there are very disappointed, uh, but there was also a... a I think a feeling of if you're a Jacksonville fan, hey, we got, I can't believe we got this far. Don't forget what we were a year ago. Don't forget the fiasco that was the Urban Meyer uh, year. <laughs> it wasn't even a full year. Um, you know, and now all of a sudden we're in the playoffs and win a playoff game, and we've got this quarterback. And you, if you didn't see the video – of him greeting every player as they came into the tunnel. And that, that was not something done for the public. It was done to let them know what he, you know, that I'm your leader and we're going to be back and everything. Uh, I, I just have so much respect for Trevor Lawrence. And a lot of people are going to end up going there. Now, I, look, I, I talked about this a little bit on the podcast today with Coach Spurrier that um, in the end, everybody for the most part is going to go where the money where the most money is being offered. If you're getting offered, this just throw a number out there, $20 million a year for five years here, and they're offering you $19 million for four years there, you're going to go where you're going you're gonna to get the most money. 
Um, not necessarily the best situation, not necessarily where you're going to win. But if it's close, if it's close enough, you know, I think there's a lot of people who are going to want to go to Jacksonville. Uh, we don't have a state tax, at least for now. Um, don't have a state tax. Uh, we got beaches. It's it's a, you know, Jacksonville is a pretty cool place to grow up. Um, there are certainly areas that are a little rough there, but there's a lot of lot more that are better that are really nice. I've got my whole family basically lives in Jacksonville, Volano Beach area. Um, and you're going to play with a team that's going to have a quarterback for a long time who's really good and and is a winner and, and has things. So we'll see what they do. They've got to strike, kind of strike while the iron's hot. So you had that the end of Jacksonville season. No, I don't think anybody thought they were going to, going to win the Super Bowl. Certainly nobody thought at the beginning of the season. Certainly nobody thought it 10 games into the season. And I don't think anybody thought it when they made it to the playoffs. They were just saying, God, if we can just get one game. If we can win one game in the playoffs. Then we had to go play Kansas City. Yeah, we, that probably won't go well. But at least we turns out it, it was close to going well because it was quite a competitive game. And, of course, the Patrick Mahomes injury is a something we'll be talking about all week, uh, losing him to the ankle. And a Jaguar from um, a, go- a ghost of the Jaguars past, uh, Chad Henney comes in. And it goes for Gators, too. Because if you remember, Chad Henney in that 2007, I guess it technically would have been 2008, but 2007, uh, Tebow's Heisman year when he won the Heisman in Florida plays Michigan in that bowl game down at the Citrus Bowl, as we like to call it, the Inconvenience Bowl. And, um, and I mean, Florida could not stop Chad Henney in the offense. That was the reason Florida lost a game. I think 38-34, something like that. It was a close game. It was, you know, because Florida could move the ball too, <laughs> you know. Um, but Chad Henney was the problem for Florida in that game more than anything and had a great – I think he was the MVP. I don't have it right in front of me, but I think he was the MVP of that game. Anyway, the drive he had when Mahomes is out was huge, huge in that game. 98-yard drive, and, I mean, a lot of it came on a big run by Pacheco. Uh, but what it, it was a good game. That was a good game. Eagles, uh, Giants, I don't think anybody watched much of that. It, it was ugly early. Um, certainly the um, – the 49ers, Cowboys, I mean, you couldn't take your eyes off of it. You never knew when that game was going to be decided. And then I, I think even though the Bengals winning 27-10 makes it sound like it wasn't an interesting game, it was an interesting game. First of all, I love snow games. And maybe it's because ha- I've never had to cover a snow game. I've never had to be there and make sure I knew where – what yard line it was on, What because I can't see. Or, or The snow was coming down so hard at the beginning of that game. I, it was unbelievable. I thought they may have to postpone it because I didn't think anybody could see. Um, but it was – I love having at least one game be in the snow during the, during the playoffs. And we just kept waiting for Josh Allen and the Bills to kind of turn it on. That defense played great. Zach Carter – on that defensive line, certainly was uh, in the middle of a lot of things there. 
give him a lot of credit. Um, so those two games were were certainly interesting. So it was a, it was a good weekend to watch the NFL. We can talk about that. We could talk if you want about the final play of the Cowboys season, which it's almost like it become it became an instant meme where. Anybody who's going to talk about, ah, things didn't go too well tonight, they're just going to show up that last play because it it made no sense. I'm sure that there's an explanation for why they put Ezekiel Elliott at center and then no offensive lineman. Um, It seems like a dumb idea in, in a lot of ways. I'm sure that against air it works really good. But if people are actually going to bull rush Ezekiel Elliott and take him out of the play completely, all right, that's going to be a problem. It was just a uh, bad call, bad play, and uh, and now we'll see what goes on. And we'll see what happens with Dan Quinn, uh, who I texted uh, after they won the uh, the game the other night against the Bucks. God, I, I, I literally am having tr- trouble remembering what games were played what day. But the um, – I, I texted him, and he texted right back. He's just such a good guy, and I'm rooting for him to do well. And I'm hoping he gets one of these um, one of these NFL jobs, head coaching jobs. I, I know he deserves another one, but he, it wasn't his defense that was the problem. Not his defense that was the problem. Um, so anyway, we'll see what happens with him and whether he gets another head coaching job. Uh, interviewed for a couple of them. It is such a weird dynamic that we all talk about I think coaches are able to compartmentalize things well enough that if you're interviewing for a job, um, you can you can still coach another team uh, in the NFL. I mean, it's just a job, you know. And and okay, you got to be on for that period of time. You're doing the interview and meeting people and everything, and then you got to turn it back off and turn it back on to the other thing. I always likened it to when I was a columnist at the, at the Gainesville Sun, and I wanted the Gators to win. I, I grew up in Gainesville. I've been, you know, here forever, you know. I'm, a, I'm an old man. I, I, I wanted the Gators to win the game. But as soon as that game was over, now, never any cheering. Cheering's not allowed in the press box. But I would sit there and quietly hope that they would win. When the game was over, it's like you turned the switch off. And I'm sure those guys can handle that, too. All right, so we can talk about that. I do want to get into Gator basketball with a win on Saturday night. I do want to talk about Ben Shelton. I want to talk about the latest player to uh, come to Florida uh, football-wise. Uh, they did get a, a somebody to uh, come to Florida. I'll tell you who that was. Um, we certainly can talk about NFL stuff. I want to talk about gymnastics. All that, gymnastics, everything that we can talk about going forward here on the tailgate. So just me today, Jeff, uh, Robbie will be in tomorrow. Robbie will be in Wednesday. Jeff will be back Thursday. Let's go to the phones and get Jake's call and see what he's got for us today. What's going on, Jake? Hey, uh, well, I'm a little disappointed here. I'm a big Mahomes fan, and I hated to see him get hurt like that because that's a pretty bad injury. They keep saying how old. He's going to be back. He's going to be playing. But that guy's going to lose a lot of mobility over that injury. Don't you think that? Yeah, high ankle sprains are not good. And uh, if you saw uh, Tony Pollard had the same thing happen to him. Yeah. 
But yeah, it, it turns out he broke his – it was an, actually a broken bone in there. So Oh, wow. That wow. was a little more severe. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's. I think he's going to try. But there's got to be a point when you go, hey, you're not, you're not helping the club, you know. Uh, yeah, really. But, I mean, he's such a great – look, I, I am a huge Mahomes fan. In fact, I was thinking about this the other day. I always say, you know, you have to root for the laundry. But in, in the NFL – once you get into pro sports, I, I don't think you root for the laundry in a lot of cases. You root for players. And Mahomes is one of those guys. If I'm rooting for a team that does the tomahawk chop, you know I li- really like Pat Mahomes. Yeah. I love the way he throws the ball half the time he sidearms the damn thing. Him, him and old number 87, that guy's about the best tight end I've, I've ever seen. Other than, I mean, Gronk was real good, you know, I mean, in recent times, but. Well, I, he's a tough one to stop, buddy. You saw the best two tight ends in the game, and that is uh, Kelsey and Kittle. And Kittle, the catch, yeah, Kittle. the catch yeah. he made in that game was—I've uh, never seen anything quite like that. That was an amazing play, and it was huge in that game. He's a so, juggle man. But he's, that, that guy's crazy. You see him doing yeah. his thing with his eyes, and he's pretty funny. But I like you know, him I, too. I really, I really pull him for Mahomes. But I was really impressed with. Uh, Joe Burrow was very impressive. I've he, got a feeling Cincinnati could win easily. You know, they just—they're playing really strong. You think Their about that. So, this is his third, third year, year, third year in the pros, and he's got a chance to go to two Super Bowls three years in. And he's going to—if he does go to three Super Bowls, mostly it's because how good he was, not—not not yeah. because they built this incredible. Now they built a really good team, but the biggest reason is is because of Joe Burrow. I mean, that's why they're so good. This isn't like a Trent Dilfer situation. Well, I like Joe Burrow's disposition. I really like Mahomes' disposition. Those guys are really down to earth. They're not boisterous. They're not jackasses. They're really they're gentlemen players, and they're just awesome. Both of yep. them are really great quarterbacks. And um, last but not least, I was really impressed with that uh, backup guy that's been playing for San Francisco. That guy was steady didn't make any mistakes, and um, I think San Francisco is going to be pretty tough to beat, too, even though everybody thinks the Eagles are the greatest. And this is probably the best Eagles team I've seen since Norm Van Brocklin and Mark Wahlberg, buddy. I'm telling you. (laughs) (laughs) But think about this. You've got three of the four starting quarterbacks are from the Big 12. Yeah, they are. Yeah, Although Jalen Hurts, if you ask me where Jalen Hurts is from, I would go Alabama. Now, it, well, he really is. Yeah. But I mean, it's not it's like Cam Newton. Cam Newton did play at Florida, but I don't consider him a former Florida quarterback. Correct. Correct. But you know, you got two SEC quarterbacks really, with Hurts and uh, Burroughs, Truthfully, yeah. So it's half and half them at Pac-12. There you go. Anyway, it's going to be a great, great uh, weekend next weekend to see who makes it and. Uh, Enjoy the show. Good luck. Thanks. Appreciate the call. Thanks for calling. <laughs> My phone is on quiet. I keep getting calls from Poland. I don't know what's going on there. Are we invading that country or something? Um, hopefully not. Uh, I, uh, we got to take a break. John, hold on. We'll get you on the other side. You're listening to The Tailgate. Pat Dooley going solo today on WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending. Now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. 
Good afternoon, I'm Griffin Fole. Former Gator tennis star Ben Shelton defeated fellow American J.J. Wolf last night in five sets to advance to the Australian Open quarterfinals. The 20-year-old became the youngest American men's tennis player to reach a major quarterfinal since 2001. Shelton will prepare to face Tommy Paul Wednesday in what will mark the first Grand Slam quarterfinal match between two Americans in over 15 years. Tonight in the NBA, the Orlando Magic will welcome the Boston Celtics, who boast a league-best 35-12 record and enter the matchup on a nine-game winning streak. Tonight in high school hoops, Williston will face Newberry in both girls and boys. Other local girls basketball matchups on tap for tonight include Bradford versus P.K. Young, Bronson versus Trenton, and Union County versus Keystone Heights. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Griffin. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hey Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I want some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, MealyPops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday, located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Yeah, exactly. okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. The WRUF Radio app. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone. Radio 
back. Uh, Pat Dooley going solo today. Well, I tell you, who did an unbelievable coaching job this weekend was Zach Taylor with Cincinnati. And again, I mean, the head coach, you know, has input on both sides of the ball, but uh, the uh, obviously the other coaches did a great – I mean, that whole staff just did an amazing job. They had a perfect defensive game plan and their offensive game plan of pounding the ball. They got so many big plays there. I, it just – I, I didn't have a dog in that hunt. I had a dog in every hunt of every game I've watched in the playoffs so far. But that was one where I was like, you know, either way, you know, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm a, I, I root for the Chiefs or Chefs, as we like to call them. Um, but I'm not married to them. I own no Chiefs memorabilia or shirts or anything like that. So I'm not a big, you know, like a huge Chiefs fan. And then the Tomahawk Chop does bother me, let's, let's face it. But I do like the I, I like the crowd noise. I like there's there's some places in the NFL where it feels like a college crowd. And I think Seattle and Kansas City are are at least two of them. Maybe there's a couple more. But those are the two where I really I root for those teams because it feels like a college game. Um, maybe maybe nobody else feels that way, but I do. Um, all right, let's go ahead and get a call in from John. He wants to talk about the NFL. What's going on, John? Hey, good afternoon, Pat. Nice to hear you. Yep. Um, sorry that you're by yourself, but uh, I think you'll you'll uh, motor through it. Got a lot um, to talk about today. I got you, Bill. I'll I'll talk about Ben Shelton in a quick second, but uh, I I mean, sad for what situation that's happened to the Bills. But as a Dolphin fan, I couldn't be more more giddy to see them yeah, get well that, destroyed you know, at home John, today. That's a great point because as I'm watching the game, I'm like, I don't really care who wins. I'm just going to watch it. I love that it's a snow game. And then there would be a point where I would go, you know, I, I, I can't root against the Bills with what they've been through. But, but you know, the Bengals went through it in, in a very similar way. And, and I don't know. I, I You definitely, uh, I think, they definitely use that motivation of them selling tickets for the uh, right. Well, you, that was that was awesome. I mean, you know, your your previous caller talked about Burrow. I mean, I remember seeing him in the swamp 2018, and we that was an epic game against LSU. I mean, he he is light years from where he was then. I mean, we had that pick six at the end of the game to seal the deal. You know, in that game, you know. Yeah, they had another interception. On, I think, like almost the last play of the game, or one of the last plays. Uh, I think right, Donovan right. Steiner got the last one. Right, and that was pretty cool. And you know, just to see him. I mean, I know the the magical year at LSU when he won the national title. I mean, he he was just phenomenal. I think he's he just stepped his game up, amped it up. You know, so much since the 2018 season because he he was. To me, I think he was just barely average that year, and I don't know what the light turned on for him. But I'm, I'm, you know, I'm happy. I'd like to see them win the Super Bowl, just you know, because he's, you know, he's, uh, you know, the SEC. You know, I'm not. I'm here no. about that. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, uh, yeah. I mean, if it it ends up being uh, Philadelphia versus Cincinnati, I mean, the SEC can make an argument. We have both quarterbacks, although the Big Twelve would say no. He played one year with us. But um, we all know Jalen Hurts is an Alabama quarterback, right? Right. 
That's Although true. he probably wouldn't be as good as he is without spending a year with Lincoln Riley. Yeah, and another Dolphins fan. You know, it's like, I mean, you know, flavor of the month. You know, we could have had, you know, someone like Jay Nurse, but we were tanking for a guess who? Tua. You know, Mr. Glass Joe. You know, for. Know he's you know, Glass like Joe. He, I think he's. I don't know, though. I would not. If it was my son, I don't know that I'd want him to play anymore. Want him playing anymore. Right. I, a phenomenal player. You know, phenomenal player when he's healthy. Yeah, I you love know, him better, as a player. He's one of those guys just, I root for, yeah. It just scares me, you know, watch him every time. He, after he had a couple of concussions, I was like, man, just get rid of the ball. Just get rid of the ball. I don't care if it's incomplete. Just, you know, I hate seeing you. And the way he just doesn't, you know, the three concussions he had this year, all falling on his head. I mean, yeah. as a person, Pat, somebody comes comes up to you and pushes you down. I mean, maybe a 300-pound 300, 300 defensive lineman pushes you down. What's your instinct? You don't fall on the back of your head. You turn your body to the situation where you're not going to fall on the back, you know, on the back of your skull. You know, it's going to crack your skull. You know, yeah. I'd rather break an arm, turn around, falling, falling down, than to smack my head on, and not only once, but three times in a season. I just well, you think just, about this. Scott Brantley lost his entire senior season pretty much from a, a head injury uh, that the NFL doctors cleared him on, and he went on and played a long year in the NFL. And th- but then we're seeing the after effects of having to go through all those hits. Poor Scott is really in bad shape, you know, mentally. And uh, yeah. I mean, I know I can say that because he did the uh, the thing on HBO about it, and it's it's sad. I I see Scott every year and at the uh, quarterback club down there in Ocala, and you know we have great conversations, but you can tell it's he's lost a little bit. And that's right. what I would if if I was Tua, I would say, look. I don't want to end up, you know, as being, a vegetable. Oh, being fifty years old, and you know, yeah, somebody's got to feed me. Uh, but when you're young and you think you're invis- invincible, sometimes you just say, hey, "I can still play another year. I, I can let me let me try it one more time." And I, I wish she would just walk away. As much as I love watching him play, right? But now it's his life. It's his mean, life. Go ahead. Ben Sheldon, you know, I, I'm i off today, so I stayed up in the wee hours to watch that match. What a phenomenal guy. Just wait. Well, I know it was story. supposed to, John, start at 10, but what time did right. it really start? Well, it got backed up with, like, other backed yeah. up matches. And, I mean, it ended, like, shortly after t- 2, so it wasn't really that much later. But uh, if he could get by Paul, Tommy Paul was another American. He showdown with with Djokovic. That would now, be, yeah, and they go tomorrow, but I don't know what time. I mean, I I think it may be like late tonight, actually. Late. Well, if you usually check ESPN, if you got that on your phone, I usually go by that. Like you said, ten o'clock. It'll usually tell you. I mean, roughly what time? Well, I think they said to be determined. So I think it depends on what happens to some of the other matches. I'm not sure, right? But yeah, I mean. Um, We'll see. I, I mean, I know game, he started you know, one match at three thirty in the morning on our, our time. I wasn't going to watch that, that set and watch that. Right. And then what was cool last night? Obviously, he did a Gator Chomp after the match. He's doing his interview, and then the announcers for the match were Patrick McEnroe and Brad Gilbert. They were beating because a Gator was beating a Ohio State player. <laughs> you know, and they did the Gator Chomp in the booth. That was pretty cool. So, Very cool. Was, well, what did Pat go to Stanford? 
Pat McEnroe? I know that I know uh, John McEnroe went to Stanford. I'm not sure yeah. if Patrick did. Um, but uh, but yeah, there's another thing on the Wednesday broad or the Wednesday when he won that match. You know the, how the uh, players always sign their name on the lens right. of the camera, and he signed Go Gators. So right. he is as Gator as you can be, and um, everybody, the Gator Nation's rooting for him. And I hope this is the beginning of something really cool because yeah, when, when's the last fan, you know? Yeah, when's the be. last great Gator tennis player? Lisa uh, Raymond. Lisa Raymond, who was an, a doubles expert, but certainly made certainly made a she lot had, of she money. She had some good years. Yeah, she singles. did. But she um, and she made Nicole, a ton of money. It was like Nicole Stafford. She was uh, Sean you know, Stafford. She, yeah, Sean Stafford. Right. Uh, Nicole Laurent was pretty good. Uh, right. Holly Chiaffi. but I. But I mean, this I don't. I don't remember too many Florida athletes two, going to the quarterfinals. Uh, yeah. Top ranked uh, Americans. Because it seems like he's on this trek with all these American these uh, American players. Well, it's three out of moved. three out of four, I think, on that side. Uh, so. Yeah, right. And he's already moved up rank- rankings. He's already in the top fifty. I mean, you yeah. Know, I hope this something. is the beginning of something that this is. I mean, we all think this could be, and that's why his dad, you know, wants to be his coach um, because he wants to be there for it. But. Um, this could be really – I mean, think about this. This kid had never been out of the country before, and now right. he's flying all the way to Australia and winning four matches. So it's and then, cool. And the crowds love him. So I think yeah. that's pretty cool too. Hey, great show, uh, Pat, and I'll listen to the rest of your show. Thank right. you. Appreciate the call. We do have to get another break in. We'll come back and take more of your calls. We haven't even broached the subject of Florida basketball. We will. We haven't broached the subject of some of these other things that happen, including Florida getting a new player. Uh, we'll get all that on the other side. You're listening to the tailgate. You're listening to it on ESPN. 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the Quality Plumbing Team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, Quality Plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC 043073. As much as we try to understand the minds of our better halves, it's just not going to happen. We think we did the right thing, got them that perfect Christmas gift, but guys, we messed up yet again. So it's time to make things right and get her something from Oaks Jewelry this Valentine's Day and totally redeem ourselves. From diamond studs to gemstone jewelry and gator gear that will get her ready for the spring, she'll be ready to forgive you. Be showing off her new present to everybody she sees. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry, the best possible prices. Check it out for yourself and get help by one of their incredible staff members inside the store or shop online at oaksjewelry.com. I'm telling you, it's worth it. 
The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. The clear skies that have allowed for some sunshine to peak out this afternoon will be the same clear skies that we'll have tonight, and that will result in a pretty cold night. Temperatures fall into the upper 30s and low 40s by tomorrow morning. Tomorrow afternoon, though, does feature a bit of a warm-up. Highs will climb into the upper 60s ahead of our next front, which arrives on Wednesday, with a chance for some stronger storms. Ahead of that front, highs on Wednesday near 80. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. You start talking about Josh Allen MVP, Josh Allen this and that and all this and that, put that in the rearview mirror. Now the conversation is, start of the 2023 football season, who's going to win the MVP? Is it Joe Burrow? Is it Patrick Mahomes? Justin Herbert, Herbert, Jalen Hurts. Those will be all the four or five names that we talk about, but I believe Joe Burrow at the top. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Sportsy with Steve Russell, weekdays at noon, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. All right, we are back. Let's go ahead and take Steve's call. See what's going on. Steve, what's going on? Hello, Steve. Is that, I don't think it's, you there? Yeah. Okay. We'll yeah. Go, yeah. When is the Bob this year? May 13th. May 13th. Okay. Now that I got the important stuff out of the way. 
sorry for that delay there. Yeah, why would, would you go outside and leave your phone inside? Yeah. I, somebody was knocking at the door. Okay. I'm sorry. Pizza delivery. Um, have you heard anything about uh, what's going on in Miami? You know, the general manager said... You're going to have to be way me. more uh, specific than that. <laughs> well, the general manager has said that uh, two is our man. But because of HIPAA, we hadn't had a word. We don't know if two is still having headaches or foggy brain or blurry vision. And, you know, if he was in high school or college I don't and had three concussions in one year, I don't think the doctor would let him play the next year. I can tell you, I don't think he'd play here. I don't think Florida would let him play. Um, and, and Florida does tend to err a little bit on the side of caution. Um, and we, we saw that with Keontae, obviously. He, he was having an unbelievable year for Kansas State. And it wasn't just yeah. Florida. There were other schools that wouldn't clear him. So, um, But, yeah, I, I don't know. There, I haven't heard a whole lot coming out of there. Um but the GM is going to say what he's always going to. I mean, he doesn't want anybody to know what they're really going to do. So he's. Well, yeah, that's what he has to say. Yeah, I mean he he's not going to throw him under the bus and say we're done with Tua because we know his brain's turned to mush. Um, he's going to say, hey, look, we'll see what what's how this thing goes and see where we are. And but he's we're planning on him being the guy. I don't see any way it's going to happen. But again, it's not my brain. It's not my. Um, you know, I'm not sitting there looking, trying to see if I can focus or not. I mean, it's, he'll have yeah. to figure it all out, and I'm hoping he makes the right choice. Well, if he doesn't play, that puts the Dolphins in a sticky situation. You know, if he's going to sit out for one year, they got to go get a quarterback for one year, and they're, you know, Bridgewater's contract expired, and he couldn't manage to stay healthy for one single game that he played in this year. So I don't see him renewing his contract. And and Skylar Thompson showed, I mean, he obviously wasn't the answer. You know, I don't, another year of growth, maybe so, but are they he's willing a, he's to? He's a Jack Miller of the NFL. Finally got a chance, and then when you saw it, you go, ah, eh, it's not so good. <laughs> yeah, and they're not going to put, you know, they're not going to put a season on hold to wait for Tua to come back. And then if you go get somebody else, you know, are you going to lose that locker room because everybody loves Tua? That, I'd, ooh, I'd hate to be down there making those decisions. Yeah, it's a tough situation, especially when you look at uh, what uh, they're they're having to deal with. But, I mean, it's so weird in the NFL that there are so many quarterbacks. There's only 32 starters, right? And, right. and not all 32 of them are any good. And then the backups, there's 32 backups, and most of them aren't that good. At least at that level, they're not that good. And that's the the thing is, like, I can't even say, hey, you know who they ought to go get? This guy's a backup. I think they could get him for a song. I, there's nobody I'd really want, you know? I mean, and now we're sitting here with an evaluation process where the guy who was picked last in the draft is playing for a, a conference championship and hadn't lost a game. It's unbelievable. Yeah, well, I think that has a lot to do, has a whole lot more to do with who's around him than than anything else. I mean, that's oh, yeah. just going we we but, knew halfway through the year that they were on a roll. Yeah, but you still have to execute what you have to execute. You know, I mean, look at Dak Prescott. I think 
I thought the Cowboys might win the whole thing this year. That that team was so good, and Ceedee Lamb is so good, and they're running. They had both great running backs. Of course, they don't anymore, but they had the two running backs. Or you know, and, and then if it's Prescott just as good, they're going to be fine. And Prescott wasn't in too many games, including this last one. He was. He just went south on them, and so now they're sitting there out of the playoffs. Well, I don't. I've always had questions about Prescott. I mean, he's he's never stepped up and taken them on the big play, or he's been hurt, or there's always been questions about Prescott. I, I'm not drinking that Kool-Aid. Never have. Don't think I ever will. Yeah, I mean, I think when his first few years, uh, we thought we were seeing a almost a revolution in a quarterback, you know, and that was kind of before some of these guys – came out there were dual threat guys, guys who could run and throw. Uh, obviously, Michael Vick could, Randall Cunningham could before, but where you had a lot of them, and we thought this was kind of the leader of the pack, but it hadn't turned out that way. Well, I don't, you know. A lot of injuries. I really don't see that trend lasting in the NFL. I mean, look at Lamar. He's been hurt the last two seasons. He's missed the last four or five games because of injury. Yeah, some of it is because of injury. Quarterbacks <laughs> going to stop running. Yeah, well, I mean, you still need the mobility. I mean, the one reason I think everybody is going to pick um, Cincinnati, a lot of people are going to pick Cincinnati this week, is because you lose that mobility. And it's not even so much that Mahomes can run for a lot of yardage. It's that he can move out of the pocket and move around in the pocket and, and get himself a clear – look so we can throw one of those sidearm passes to Travis Kelsey. So um, sometimes it's not as much how many yards you can gain, just that you're mobile enough that you can get around. Yeah. Uh, you do. You can't stand there like Brady does, a statue in the park, that's for sure. Nope. Nope, and it, it kind of hurt him this year. Of course, if you, don't, you have to have a great offensive line if you're going to do that, and that's what they didn't have. Yeah. May 13, right? Yes, May 13. That's correct. Thank you, sir. All right. Appreciate it. Yeah, May 13 is the Bob and um, already having some amazing stuff that is coming in for it. All right. Uh, I, I, I'm i glad I didn't tell you who the newest guy the Gators got in the, in the transfer portal was because they got another one. And today is the last day you can get players, I think, in uh, through the, tr- the portal um, – Although although one of the players they got is a – I think it's a grad transfer anyway, and I think you can get them anytime. Anyway, so here's who they got. They got uh, a linebacker named Manny Nunnery. I'm not familiar with him. Played at Houston. Was not a big-time recruit, like a three-star guy, but has played pretty decently for him. Nothing extraordinary. And then they got a running back which was one area where I didn't know if they were going to be able to get somebody because they've got two really good running backs. Um, so I'm trying to find his name here. Oh, I, I wrote her down. I should look at that there. Cameron Carroll, who's from Tulane, and had a pretty good uh, couple of years, and then he got hurt last year, hurt his knee, and was out for a while. I don't know if it was his knee or – it just says leg injury from what I saw. So two more guys. There hasn't been one gra- one transfer portal guy where you went, oh, cool. You know, uh, and again, not not all of them 
work out. I, I will say this. I think the, the kid from Baylor, Micah Muskua, whatever, how you pronounce his name, I'm not sure. It's spelled Muskuya. But um, because they had to have a, a guard with some experience and physicality after you lose a guy in All-American like Osiris Torrance, who Florida basically developed into a first-round draft pick. But when you look at the rest of them, you know, Deuce Spurlock really didn't play at Michigan. Uh, Tarada Mitchell, I'm sure I'm mispronouncing his name, I think may be a good player. But uh, Cameron Jackson may be a good player. Graham Mertz, I never saw him be a good player, but maybe it'll turn around for him here. Sometimes that happens. I mean, don't forget Joe Burrow left because he wasn't he wasn't going to play at Ohio State and went went to uh, uh, LSU and first year. He was okay, but he wasn't, as, as the caller said earlier, wasn't great. Now, and then he became a Heisman Trophy winner, and now he may be the best quarterback in football. There's an argument to be made there. I mean, I'm a Mahomes guy, but there's an argument to be made there. Uh, Louisville defensive end Caleb Banks and uh, Alabama offensive tackle Damian George. Um, and there, there's still some guys they're looking at, too. Um, but I don't know. I, I This is hard for me to say. Well, maybe I'll, I'll save it then. I'll save it until the next, after the break. Then I'll make you come back to hear what I'm going to say. But I'm going to say it. It's not going to sit well with a lot of people. And some it will sit well with. Anyway, all I know is I have to take a break. So let's do that. We'll take a break. Come back with more of the tailgate. Pat Dooley going solo today on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM. WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Griffin Fole. Former Gator tennis star Ben Shelton defeated fellow American J.J. Wolf last night in five sets to advance to the Australian Open quarterfinals. The 20-year-old became the youngest American men's tennis player to reach a major quarterfinal since 2001. Shelton will prepare to face Tommy Paul Wednesday in what will mark the first Grand Slam quarterfinal match between two Americans in over 15 years. Tonight in the NBA, the Orlando Magic will welcome the Boston Celtics, who boast a league-best 35-12 record and enter the matchup on a nine-game winning streak. Tonight in high school hoops, Williston will face Newberry in both girls and boys. Other local girls' basketball matchups on tap for tonight include Bradford versus P.K. Young, Bronson versus Trenton, and Union County versus Keystone Heights. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Griffin. Ford. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. The holidays are here, and as much as we like friends and family coming over, sometimes there are those few that make the house smell like poo-poo. 
Well, there's an easy solution for the ones you don't want in the house. Show them the outhouse. Because with Florida Portable Services, it's as easy as you not liking that casserole that Grandma brought over. They provide portable toilets, restroom trailers with AC, and you can even listen to music and watch TV while you pee. Call 1-800-864-5387 and book your reservation today. Happy New Year! With the NFL playoffs and NBA All-Star Weekend upon us, it's time to upgrade your home entertainment with help from Electronics World. Hi, this is Tom Collette. At Electronics World, we can get you into a new Sony 4K big screen TV or design and install a home theater room for less than you might think. We'll put you right in the middle of the action for every score. Come see for yourself. Visit our showroom at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. At International Diamond Center, it's not just a new year. It's a new opportunity to bring you more choices, more value, more ways to celebrate your love. So we've expanded our selection of exquisite, hand-picked, ethically sourced diamonds from a half carat to 20 carats, all shapes, all sizes, all at our famous no middleman prices. This year especially, we know price matters, and we're committed to delivering the best value every day. We've also brought in even more exclusive designer jewelry, new cutting-edge fashion-forward rings, earrings, bands, bracelets, pendants, things you can't find anywhere else. And of course, IDC is proud to offer a truly spectacular collection of luxury timepieces, including a stunning selection of pre-owned Rolexes. We have all the most popular models in stock with no wait list and no restrictions. Come to IDC in 2023 and let our non-commissioned experts help you celebrate those important milestones. We guarantee the best value, the highest quality, and the strongest warranties and guarantees in the jewelry industry. International Diamond Center. Locations, hours, and more at shopidc.com. We're proud to be your home for Gators basketball. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Just a few minutes left in this first hour, and then we'll be back with the second hour. Pat Dooley coming at you here on the tailgate. All right, so what I was talking about and what I was going to say, um, and, and I, was, I was thinking about this the other day, and then I was thinking about it again today, because um, somebody I had a conversation with somebody who was in Las Vegas at the time, okay? This is on Saturday. And I'm like, man, you know what? M- Mississippi State's only a two-and-a-half-point favorite over Florida. Maybe I should get him to put a bet down for me because I think Mississippi State will beat Florida, um, which is why I don't gamble because I'm always wrong. So maybe I'm totally wrong about this. But I'm telling you, if right now, this minute in time, there was the over-under came out, and I don't think they've been out yet for next year, but maybe they have. Maybe they have in, in Vegas, where it is legal to bet, and it's legal to bet 90% of America, I think, now. So much so that the NBA is actually putting up how to how to gamble things on their on their regular broadcast, not on not as advertising. This is Here's here's the best way to gamble. 
Um, but that's just what it is now. But if, if they came out and they said the over-under for Florida was seven, which is probably what it'll be, I would bet hard-earned cash on, uh, on the under. I mean, I don't see Florida getting to seven wins. I there's I guess it a lot of it is that nothing has happened during the preseason. Or, or I don't want to say preseason, during the offseason that excites me that much. That has made me go, all right, Florida, here we go, here we go. Now, I know that also what they're you know, what they're doing is trying to build a roster, build a culture, all that. I understand all that. And one day we all may look back and go, man, that Billy Napier knew exactly what he was doing. And I'm not saying he doesn't. I'm talking about next year. This, I'm not even next year. This year. Season starts September 3rd, so we're not that far away. <laughs> but when you think about it, show me seven wins at Utah. Yeah, we go, no, probably not. I don't think anybody sees that as being a possibility. Cam Rising back. Now Cam Rising is coming off an injury that they're they're very secretive about. We'll see. But that's a tough p- place to play. Actually, the season starts. It could start August 31st because there, there is a, in the contract that they could play that on a Thursday night. Or it could be September 2nd. So, and again, Thursday night game, yeah, it's good for your program to show because you're the only game in town and you're the only game and everybody's freaking out and yelling and screaming and it helps you with recruiting. But not if you go out and lose that game. It doesn't help you in any way if you don't look good. All right, so anyway, Utah, I'll go with no. McNeese State, I think they'll handle them. Tennessee, like, I'm just saying where you would count seven wins. I'm, I wouldn't count that as one. Charlotte, yes. So there's two. At Kentucky, no. Now, I'm not saying Florida won't win that game. Vanderbilt at home, I'm going to give you that one. There's three. At South Carolina, I'm not going to give you that. Georgia, no. Arkansas at home, they got new coordinators. It's still tough to see that as a uh, – but I'll I'll give you that. That's four. At LSU, no. At Missouri, eh, it's it's to me it's a coin flip game. And then Florida State at home, which Florida State right now probably is ahead of Florida. Let's face it. I don't see seven there though. Do you? Does anybody see seven? I don't see them. I'm not saying that they're not there. And I'm not saying that this team is not going to be a lot better than I think they are right now. But there's no tangible reason for me to think so. It's all intangibles. It's Billy's getting his kind of guys in here. Billy's developing a culture here. He's changing things up. They're in the the football facility for the entire year. He's had time to, to get the kind of players he wants in here. This freshman class with the 18 four-stars is going to be special. Who's going to play quarterback? I just, there's nobody that makes that, I think, rows your boat, right? 
nobody gets you excited about being the Florida quarterback next year. Now, could all change? And again, this is why we watch the games. It's all unscripted. We got to watch the game to see what happens. But it's going to be interesting. And you hear it from a lot of national guys going on and on. And we'll talk about Jaden Rashada in the second hour. But a lot of the national guys who are making fun of Florida having their, their way with them uh, because of this whole thing, um, but they're also looking at, and Florida's not going to be any good this year again, and that puts Billy Napier on the hot seat. Now, I don't think it does because, as you know, my, my philosophy is there are two kinds of hot seats, the real ones and the perceived ones. Perceived hot seats aren't real. Real hot seats are real. When the AD and the pres or the president, again, we don't know what his take is going to be on anything, come in here and say, "Hey, we may need to make a move here," or the biggest money, biggest money boosters. You never know. Uh, I do know this: we got to get out of here and get a break, Steve. If you want to hold through the break, we'll get you on the other side. We'll come back for the second hour. We got a lot of things to talk about, including that Gator basketball win, which we haven't talked about at all on Saturday night. So we'll talk about that and more when we return on the tailgate. ESPN, 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can't be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gattles got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Got chronic joint pain but want to avoid steroids and surgery? Take some advice from pro football legend Emmett Smith. Call QC Kinetics. Let QC Kinetics help you improve your quality of life with biologic therapies that get your body to repair and restore damaged tissue. These exciting new regenerative treatments from local medical professionals can help your body heal itself with lasting pain relief. Trust me, you want to avoid surgery if you can. Check out these biologic treatments to see what your options are. QC Kinetics, restorative, regenerative solutions with no downtime, no surgery, no drugs. I'm talking about joint pain we all can relate to in your knees, your shoulders, your hips, and your lower back. They'll get you feeling good again. Get relief now. What are you waiting on? Make the call to QC Kinetics. Tell them Emmett Smith sent you. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. 
Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air quiet on the set we're all sound action you can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK that's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, second hour of the show brought to you by Melvin Law. They won't back down. We appreciate Melvin Law. Also a sponsor of the Bob Dooley Invitational and another Dooley Noted podcast. They're everywhere, Melvin Law, our favorite lawyers. Um, we appreciate them. Um, and I do – somebody uh, called in and wanted me to explain the what the Gator Collective is. Good luck with that. I, I still don't understand it all the way. For example, the way I understand the Gator Collective, they collect – Money from uh, boosters, Gator fans. You know, it's, it's an opportunity for the fans to just give a certain amount of money a month, and that way they can help get things going. Uh, but there's also the Gator Guard, which is kind of the big money boosters, and yet the Gator Collective is getting all the blame, and maybe rightly so. I don't know about this whole Jaden Rashada thing. I don't understand a lot of it. I, I've read a million stories. I know the latest story that came out over the weekend makes a little more sense, but we don't know if it's true or not. That And that, that story is that uh, Miami had a $6 million deal inked with Rashada. Florida came up with seven and said, we're going to do that. He, he changed. He flipped. And, and that would, to me, that is where I think a lot of Gator fans go, forget this guy. I don't need that kind of player on my team. Okay, I get it. But there are going to be a lot of players like that who just are going to say, yeah, I'm a, I'm a cane, I'm a gator, I'm a, I'm a this. No, I am, I am like coaches. And almost every college football coach is loyal to his paycheck. 
And that's what you are, we're getting with players now, where guys aren't go, walking into a school going, man, I'm going to be here four years. So the story that was out there was that that the 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 way the contract was written, that Florida would have been on the hook if there was a lawsuit because Rashad assigned a six million dollar deal with Miami and there could be a lawsuit for breach of contract. And Florida wasn't gonna that's where the thirteen million came from. Now, again, I don't know if this is true or not. I don't know if anything is true. Every story we get, you know, and I was going to say this, is it possible, is it at all possible that Florida can't talk about this? That's why they're not talking about it, because they can't. Because if they do, it's an NCAA violation, and Florida wants to do things the right way. Is that at all possible? I, I mean, maybe. Maybe that's why it's been quiet on the Western Front. All quiet. You know, we haven't heard a word about what's going on here. Well, maybe it's because anything they say is going to come off as sour grapes. Or maybe, you know, maybe it is embarrassing. Maybe, Or maybe it's not. But they don't, they, personally, if it was me, I would pull aside somebody like Dave Whitley or Graham Hall or Zach Albaverde or Pat Dooley. I know it doesn't have to be me. Certainly, I probably would be the last person I pull aside. I'm just kidding. But, um, and say, here's what really happened. Here's exactly the detail, just so you know, just so you can answer questions better. Don't quote me on any of this, but here's what, I'm not saying that that should be Scott Strickland. I'm not saying it should be anybody else over there, but somebody you would think needs to do that, but it could be they can't. Now, I don't know. I Again, this is one of the weirdest, most bizarre stories we've ever seen come down the pike. I don't think it's going to be the last bizarre story. It's certainly not looking good for Florida in terms of what the national perception is, even though it may not be accurate and probably isn't accurate. I don't know what to tell you any more, any more than that. Here's what I know. Nothing. Let's go to the phones and see what Steve has for us today. What's up, Steve? Hey, Pat. Thanks for taking my call. Missed you last week. Yep, we're back to um, we're back this week. Um, on the last subject you had before break about the Florida, number of Florida wins and this, that, and the other, um, I like to listen to John Adams and Blake uh, Trotmeyer. I think's his name. Trotmeyer, yeah, he's good. Good guy. Both of yeah, them are good guys. Yeah. SEC unfiltered. They, they, I like them. They're very straightforward. They're not, you know, don't seem to be prejudiced. They only, they concentrate on the SEC. And uh, um, <laughs> of course, don't follow their betting because I think the games they recommend. I've been listening to them all year. I think they, they ended up under five hundred. But anyway, as um, as did I. So <laughs> I think we all had bad years. Um, uh, the last one I heard last week was. Uh, Fitted the way too early SEC ranking, uh, which, of course, is way too early. But it's like the seven-game thing you're talking about. Um, and, of course, number one is, is I don't think anybody's got any questions about that. Number two and number three was a little surprise to me. Um, um, maybe not to you or other people, but 
they were ranking uh, LSU second and Alabama third. So I yeah, think they're ranked. I'm not totally surprised in that. There's a lot of people really buying into LSU this year. Um, again, with uh, the quarterback back who was was really good last year and got better as the years went on. Uh, they built pretty good roster, and then they've done a pretty good job at adding to it. I don't know. I, I and and Brian Kelly's a really good coach. Uh, we all know that. So they may be. They may be. Uh, the second best team. I, I I'm not gonna bet against Saban in that situation though. No, that's that. I agree because when something like last year happens, I, I think he gets gets madder, gets yeah. more intense. Um, and so not I wouldn't either. Um, now the last three, uh, unfor- which is unfortunate. You probably can guess now what's gonna what I'm gonna say. Of course, I mean the Vanderbilt was one. Uh, our our 14th. 14th. Um, Missouri was 13, and then Florida was uh, 12. Now yeah. I know that's that's they're way too early, but that's um, you know they're very educated guys on the SEC, and 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 that's pretty much all they watch and all they talk about. So I I thought that was very interesting. No, I'm not surprised by that. I don't know who you would automatically rank ahead of Florida or behind Florida. Other than those two teams, Missouri and, and Vanderbilt, um, yeah, Florida beat South Carolina last year, but then South Carolina turned around and beat Tennessee and Clemson, knocked them out of the bowls, or knocked them out of the playoffs. I mean, they're they're a good team, and they've had a better. Off, you know, that's the thing. A lot of it is based on what kind of a off season you had, and and Florida's has not been great. Um, you know, it it just they haven't gotten some of the players that they hope to get whether it's through recruiting or the portal or whatever. And it doesn't – there's not a lot that that gets you excited, you know, about this season coming up. So, Yeah, I, I just thought that was very interesting and, and followed up on, you, on what you were saying before the break. Who would, so. you, who would you put uh, behind Florida other than Missouri or Vanderbilt? <laughs> uh that's a good. That's a good question. I mean, I don't know about Mississippi State now with a new coach and everything. Um, you know that you could make an argument for them, but uh, well, the, the top three and the, and the bottom three, you know, are pretty much set, or at least the bottom two. Everybody else in there is 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 a jumbled mess, really. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And again, we don't know what Tennessee is going to do this year. Whether they're going to. Um, have a, another year like this. I I don't think so, uh, but you never know. I mean, he's obviously a really good coach. But, um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting uh, football season. There's no doubt about it because there are a lot of teams that are trying to figure out whether they got a really good team or not a, not a good team at all. And in a lot of cases, we don't know either. We're trying to figure out whether they do or not. You know, you look at a team like, what's Ole Miss going to be like? Now all of a sudden they've got three quarterbacks. Florida's got none, and they've got three. That's no fair. You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> yeah, um, you're not counting on the Buholz guy as a quarterback, right? Because he's not going to play quarterback for them. No, they've got – well, but they've they've got their quarterback back, Jackson Dart, who was okay, right. okay last year. They got Spencer Sanders from Oklahoma State who transfers in. And then they got uh, – 
God, I'm blanking on the, oh the kid from uh, LSU who uh, was in that major video that um, Brian Kelly did, and he only lasted there one year. But when Jaden Daniels decides he's coming back, yep, I'm out of here. I'm not gonna get to play. So he's there too. So they got three guys now. One of them, and I would guess it, it's probably gonna be Jackson Dart, is gonna leave uh, after the when the next window ups for the transfer portal. Um, because I mean I can't think Spencer Sanders went all the way there to to not play. So we'll see what happens there. But they've got three quarterbacks that are decent SEC. Poss- Again, you don't know about the kid because he hadn't played, but he was a big time recruit. So it's pretty amazing what they were they, that they were able to get uh, all three of the or both those guys. I thought you know once they got one, I thought maybe somebody else, Florida, maybe could get the other one, but no, didn't work out. And they don't even know that who the coach is going to be, do they? Um, Ole Miss, the offensive coordinator? No. Oh, 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 no, no, I'm sorry. I was thinking Mississippi State. I'm no, they sorry. know yeah. their coaches. They hired the defensive yeah. coordinators are coach. But Ole Miss, uh, I think they're, they hired, was it? No, Dan Enos went to Arkansas. I'm trying to remember. I'll, I'll look that up for you to see who did. But, but, I mean, the bottom line is, uh, Lane Kiffin's calling the play, so. Right, right. Okay, well, thank you, Pat. Appreciate the call. Let us uh, get one more in here. Brian's up. What's going on, hey, Brian? Paul, I, hey, Pat, I had a theory about the uh, Jaden Rashada thing, um, if you'll entertain it. Is it. I mean, after the after the uh, All-Star game, they lost – I'm thinking that had something to do with it, the way he was playing in that all-star game or in practices. Maybe they said he wasn't good enough to play. Um, no, nah, I don't think that. I think it all has to do with the NIL. I mean, that's oh, okay. I've got nothing but – uh, look, I still don't know all the reasons, but I it, it sounds like everything was based on the NIL. You mean, did they withdraw, like, the, the Gator Guard or Gator Collective? Well, I – Withdraw their offer or I, what happened? I th- it, it, look, I don't even know what happened. All I can tell you is all the th- different things I've read, and the one thing I read was that it's possible that Florida could have been on the hook for not only for the $7 million they were going to pay Rashada over four years, but the $6 million that Miami was supposed to pay him because he did sign a deal – and they could sue for breach of contract, and that that would cause a problem. And I think it got to a point. My my guess, this is a total guess on my part, where people at Florida just went, "It's not worth it. Let's move on." I think we dodged a bullet. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe yeah, did. We could. Hopefully, we did. We could be sitting here in three years and go, "Man, <laughs> thank goodness Florida did not get that reshot." Yeah, I'm, I'm part of the Gator Collective, and and I wouldn't pay. I wouldn't pay it back up in on some quarterback that. Yeah, it it seemed like a lot of money, and again, but again, Florida was in a little bit of a desperation mode there at quarterback in terms of wanting to get somebody who was a four star, who actually in some services is a five star. He's a really talented kid, um, and it would also pay. You know, would start a trend of California kids maybe, and that you know, but. When has Florida gotten a kid from California that's ever done anything for Florida? True. Mark Korf would be the only example I could even think about. And that's probably before everybody's time. All right. 
right. Have a good day. All right. Appreciate the call. We got to take a break. We'll do that and come back. More of your phone calls. We got a couple on the line already, so we'll get to those and uh, continue, continue to take them. And at some point, we will talk about Florida's basketball win on Saturday. I promise you. Um, or maybe you just don't want to talk about it the way it ended because it almost got ugly. But let us come back uh, after we take this break. You're listening to the tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jensen Young. Former Gator tennis star Ben Shelton beat fellow American J.J. Wolf last night in five sets to advance to the quarterfinals of the Australian Open. The 20-year-old only turned pro last year. Shelton will face Tommy Paul on Wednesday in what will mark the first Grand Slam quarterfinal match between two Americans in over 15 years. Tonight in the NBA, Orlando Magic forward Jonathan Isaac will make his return to the court for the first time in 904 days. The Magic will welcome the Boston Celtics, who boast a league-best 35-12 record, and enter the matchup on a nine-game winning streak. In Gator football news, Florida has landed grad transfer Cameron Carroll, a running back from Tulane, and Manny Nunnery, a linebacker from Houston. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jensen Young. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper. As we roll into holiday season, it's time to get the family together and enjoy the best pizza in Gainesville. You all know we make delicious pies and heavenly garlic knots, but we sell memories. So come down to our iconic location on 23rd Avenue to relive old ones and make some new ones. Relax with a few pints from our local breweries, beat the high scores on Galaga or Miss Pac-Man, pick up a gift card or t-shirt for that perfect stocking stuffer. See you soon. When the moon hits your eye like a big... Oh, I'm still recording. Oh, as much as we try to understand the minds of our better halves, it's just not going to happen. We think we did the right thing, got them that perfect Christmas gift, but guys, we messed up yet again. So it's time to make things right and get her something from Oaks Jewelry this Valentine's Day and totally redeem ourselves. From diamond studs to gemstone jewelry and gator gear that will get her ready for the spring, she'll be ready to forgive you. We showing off her new present to everybody she sees. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry, the best possible prices. Check it out for yourself and get help by one of their incredible staff members inside the store or shop online at oaksjewelry.com. I'm telling you, it's worth it. 
Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Transfer portal's busy today uh, because I think I'm pretty sure I'm right about this, but I may I may be wrong. Today's the last day you can do it. You can transfer until the other window opens up in the spring. Uh, so the latest is um, this guy uh, Trajan Jeffcoat, who was at Missouri last year, pretty good player. Um, and he transferred um, to, I'm sorry, to um, Arkansas. There's a lot of them out there, though. Uh, Jacob Hood, offensive lineman, transfers from Georgia to Nebraska. Nebraska is loading up on those guys, um, no doubt about it. And there's Manny Nunnery going to Florida from um, Houston. If you are just... uh, Tuning in, Florida got did get two commits on the portal, running back from Tulane, Cameron Carroll, and linebacker Manny Nunnery. We'll see how they turn out. Let us go to the phone and get Brad's call. What's going on, Brad? Pat, how you been, man? Good. Very good. Excellent. Excellent. Been a long time since I talked to you, but uh heard the Rashada talk and had to kind of chime in with my opinion on things. Sure. Um I don't know if anybody's thought about this, but, you know, we've got to commit next year in, in the kid DJ Lagways. That's probably going to be a generational-type quarterback. And I wonder if, you know, he's got some of that money coming his way. And they're like, all right, well, we got to – where are we going to spend the money at? And then, you know, I, I don't know if that had anything to do with their decision with, a, you know, another big-time four- or five-star guy that's going to come in the year after. That's a two-sport type guy. Yeah, and I don't. I mean, I don't know. Again, I, there are no answers out there; just opinions. Right. But um, you know, I know that Florida did not was not able to go after some of these uh, transfer portal guys because they had a lot of money tied up with Rashada, and uh, that was one reason they couldn't go. They kind of had to take. They had to go to the. Uh, I, I'm trying not to insult. Uh, this kid too much, but they definitely had to go go to the dollar store. You know, let's just put it that way. Uh, well, let's hope that they take some of that money that they were that was going to be spent on that and try and find some offensive linemen to get in there and protect and make this thing uh, you know a, a better wall for these quarterbacks and running backs because well, it was good last year. Guys? Their offensive line was good last year. That wasn't a problem. It was that they, uh, you know. They just 
the biggest problem for Florida last year still goes back to the fact that they couldn't defend anybody. I mean, it, and if they don't get good on that side of the ball, it's not going to matter how good your offensive line is or how good your running backs or even how good your quarterback yeah. is. You know, you're going to you're going to lose games because he's he's got to be on every game. Um and you know, with 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 Richardson, as you know, you didn't know what you were getting from game to game. Um yeah. but well, maybe they when you spend money on some defensive linemen. Well, they have. You know, there's a couple of them coming in here that hopefully will make a difference, and they got some linebackers coming in that are hopefully, but uh, it's not exactly um, overwhelming, the guys they've got, but we'll see. And, again, this goes to the point where, and I talk about this all the time, how you either trust your head coach or you don't. You trust his ability to evaluate and develop or you don't. And I think that a lot of people kind of went into this thing trusting this coach and maybe some of them don't trust him as much as they used to. So, um, but, you know, the bottom line is either they're going to make this work or they're not. We'll just have to see what happens. Right. I mean, the only thing is time will tell. That's how it goes with all these guys, you know. Yep. Just got to let them get on the field, let them put the guys out there and see what happens. So, exactly. Um, all right, Pat, I'll, let, I'll get off and let everybody else get on. Thank all right, you. Brad, good hearing from you, buddy. You too, man. We'll see you. Let's uh, go get Tennessee Mike. What's up, Mike? What's going on, Pat? Not much. Hey, Pat, got a little gator chatter for you and then a stray Dan Marino question of all things. But before I do, Pat, I got a little news for you. Caller two back brought up your boy John Adams. Did you hear about Himes retiring? I did not. Jimmy Himes. You got to give him a call. Tell him I gave you the heads up. Everybody in town snickering at him, wondering how many weeks it's going to take him to start working for the LSU side on three. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm (laughs) saying he probably retired. Yeah, call, call him up. That tell me, boy, Cattleman gave you the heads up. Uh, I hey, will, uh, Pat, I will not. Now that Rashada, hey, Pat, now that Rashada has successfully apparently teed off the U and Florida, here's not a question: Where's he going to land? I, I, according to what I read, he entered. He, uh, he looked at TCU and Arizona State so far. Yeah. Kind of hard to imagine him showing up at Florida or Miami at this I, point, right? And I cannot imagine that one of those schools is going, wants to pay him $7 million. So, I'm sure there's somebody out there that will do it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Dion uh, may have it. I guess the Rashad is in the uh, Matt Corral uh, uh, Hall of Fame, right? California dude showed up and left before he ever played. Yeah, well, I don't think either one of them actually showed up. So, Yeah. Well, uh, did Corral ever play with Kiffin? Did he ever come to town? Well, Corral didn't come here, though. I know, but he, did, he, did, did Corral ever play Florida with Kiffin? No. He never showed up. Oh, wait. Um, yeah, he played that first year, after the COVID year. Wasn't, wasn't he at, at Ole Miss yeah. in, in that year? So, uh, yeah, he would have played against him. Yeah, okay. Hey, uh, Pat, I don't hear a lot of NIL frustration, of course, and folks even calling about baseball, but as you're kind of hitting around, Florida's above 500 in SEC play. Looks like we're locked and loaded for a good SEC basketball season. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think there, I think there's one great team, and there's about four or five pretty good teams, and then there's about four or five that are up and down, and Florida's in that, you know, that that place. Um, you know, they. I don't know why they can't start games fast, and then all of a sudden they start a game fast, and they can't finish it fast, and they. And it ends up being uh, a chance of losing the game, but yeah, it's. 
I think it's going to be really interesting. Alabama is ridiculously good. Um, yeah, they're 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 a class above I think everybody else. They just got so many players. They've got a incredible freshman. Um, but then uh, you know Tennessee's got a really good team. There's no doubt. I think Kentucky's figuring some things out. Um, you know, we'll see how it goes. It's going to be fun. Yeah, the uh, the the team to the head scratchers Arkansas. I guess they're two and five in conference yeah. play now, and then um, Missouri there too. But kind of the, the teams to watch in Florida there, of course, everybody watch everybody. But how in the heck is uh, Arkansas two and five in conference play? Well, they had those two big injuries, and it really. Uh, I I thought they were important, but I didn't think they would knock them down to this point. Their schedule's been really rough. In fact, I was going to talk about that, but uh, you know, it's all about who you play, not not you know where you play. I mean, because uh, Arkansas has had a pretty rough schedule, and Florida's about to go through something like that, um, where they play four games, and you they you look at them and go, I don't how do, I don't if you can win one, that'll be good. Hey, last thing for you, Pat. Uh, Brock Purdy's going to be a rookie playing in a AFC Championship game, or excuse me, NFC Championship game. That's only going to be the fifth quarterback to ever do that. Uh, I've just been kind of reading about it. I assumed one of the others was Dan Marino, which it wasn't. Dan Marino petered out his first year with the Dolphins in the divisional round. But I was reading a little bit yeah, about it. I think it was his second year that they got to the Super yeah, Bowl. I covered that Super exactly. Bowl, yeah, yeah in Palo right. Alto. And I, and I was going to see, you're a little older than me, I was going to see if I could learn something here on the way out the door. Um, Marino, apparently his senior year at Pittsburgh was a little underwhelming. You see that sometimes. Um, and um, apparently there was, a, I guess, a cocaine rumor or uh, something to do about recreational drug use. Uh, you know, they always find something on these dudes uh, in the you know uh, hand size of Pickett. They always find something. Well, anyway, do you remember that he fell all the way to the 27th pick well, there, there's a great uh, 30 for 30 on that with the uh, the his agent and all the people that were involved in that about the way he fell. And it was, there was a rumor. And even though there was it was never proven, never substantiated, may not have been true at all. But um, there was this talk about it and um, that that made him drop, but it, it worked out for him all right. But yeah, it's, it's a weird deal. And that was also the year that Elway came out and Elway said, I'm not going yeah. to... Um, was it the Colts? Yeah, not going to the Colts. I'm going to go play baseball with the Yankees instead. And yeah. and he ended up getting where he wanted to go. And O'Brien with the Jets, I believe, was the uh, number one I think they quarterback were collected that year. Five, no, well, Elway was the first one picked, I think. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you're right. But O'Brien was up there. Yeah, there were five, I think, first-round quarterbacks that year. And Marino and Elway were kind of the bookends, and they, they actually were the two best. Hey, Pat, before you call Hines, get on your Apple TV and check out the Polynesian Bowl. I was watching that Friday night. A lot of great athletes. See you. I will assume you are correct about that, but I will not be going to watch the Polynesian Bowl or any high school all-star games. Not my thing, man. It's just not my thing. Uh, but, you know, he did bring up uh, Florida, the basketball team, and that was a good win. And, again, it comes back to the same thing all the time. Win by one. You just win the game. If you win the game the way they won it, wasn't pretty at the end, had a 10-point lead, almost frittered the whole thing away. And, uh, obviously, they had two shots at it at the end. Florida beat up and, uh, and and walked out of there with a win. Makes it a very lovely flight home from, if there is such a thing, from Starkville. Although, I would assume that they – I don't know if they fly out of the Golden Triangle – airport or not it's it's quite something to see the golden triangle airport 
the worst it ever was way back in the 2000, that would have been 2004. Yeah. When the guy came on, I, I've told this story a million times, and the guy came on the walkie-talkie goes, uh, this plane's broke. <laughs> and so we knew we weren't flying out for a while. Um, anyway, we got to get a break. We'll do that. We'll come back with more of your phone calls and more talk. We'll uh, may even talk a little gymnastics at some point. Um, and uh, we've, we've talked about a lot of other things, but we'll continue to talk about them. Here on the tailgate, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM WRUF. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call. 333-0460. Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out, enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold, hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for, and it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find, and I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. The clear skies that have allowed for some sunshine to peak out this afternoon will be the same clear skies that we'll have tonight, and that will result in a pretty cold night. Temperatures fall into the upper 30s and low 40s by tomorrow morning. Tomorrow afternoon, though, does feature a bit of a warm-up. Highs will climb into the upper 60s ahead of our next front, which arrives on Wednesday, with a chance for some stronger storms. Ahead of that front, highs on Wednesday near 80. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. And now, the, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Daniel Jones against Minnesota. This is more about Minnesota than Daniel Jones. 
But I do want to give credit to Daniel Jones. You know, we love to say, you know, he bet on himself. Well, he didn't get to bet on himself. They didn't pick up his fifth year. They bet against him betting on himself. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Okay, we are back here. Pat Dooley going solo today, tomorrow and Friday, or tomorrow and Wednesday. Robbie Andrew will be joining me. Jeff is away at the PGA show and um, hopefully he picks up something for the golf tournament or golf tournament coming up. Uh, look forward to seeing what he was. I got I got several people working the PGA show for me to try to get stuff. Um, but I do appreciate all the people that uh, have already committed or um, – said they will be involved and we are pretty much sold out i mean there's some people that haven't paid yet but they play in the tournament every year i will say this i'm not gonna give them i'll give them till let's set a date february 20th how about that february 20th if you're not paid up by then i'm coming after you I'm coming to get you. Nah, most of the people that are signed up that haven't paid yet, or I know are going to pay in there. That'll happen. But uh, trying to get trying to get everything in a really good place so I can kind of enjoy April, the month of April, because um, I want to take some time and spend some time with my daughter, my oldest daughter who lives in California. We're trying to set up a little vacation thing there. That'll be kind of cool. Um, I did want to talk about the Florida game and uh, the win they got there. So that was uh, certainly good. And I don't know, maybe they changed the pregame meal. Maybe they took tryptophan out of it. Um, why they can't start fast. And then all of a sudden they did, did start fast. But it's it's such a simple game. And you saw it if you watched any of the Houston Temple game. Uh, Houston losing as a number one. They dropped out of number one. I'm sure Alabama is probably happy they weren't elevated to number one. They're probably going, good. Don't put us at number one. It just makes it more pressure on you. I remember the year Florida got to number one. I think it was the first time ever, and it was under Billy. And I got a, I, I was, Tony Kornheiser, I'm looking at right now, doing uh, PTI, wanted me to come on a show. I used to go on a show a lot. And he used to come on my show a lot back in the old days. And so he wanted to talk about Florida was number one, and I was like, it's the worst thing that could happen. And, of course, I think they were playing Kentucky that night in Lexington. Did not go well, as I recall. Um, but anyway, uh, but again, that's what Houston didn't shoot the ball well. They ended up getting beat. They didn't shoot free throws well. They ended up getting beat. Um, we, we see this all the time. Sometimes you come out and you just don't shoot well, and as a result, you get behind and you're – fighting an uphill battle, and that's what Florida's been doing all year, and they fight and fight and fight and fight and get back, and now we finally tied it. <sighs> and you kind of let out a breath, and, not, and then the other team goes on a little run because they've called a timeout. 
It's that's not the way to win basketball games. You can win some that way, and we saw them do that against Florida State. But you're not going to win a lot of games if you're constantly falling behind. So maybe they figured something out. But the bottom line was the ball went in the basket. Same shots we've seen them miss, they went in in the first part, early part of that game and allowed them to get up to a 16-point lead. Let us uh, go to the phones and see what Porter's got today. What's up, Porter? Hey, I couldn't agree with you more because, hey, man, you're a lot better team when you make shots. You yeah. Know? But um, that, 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 that doesn't, uh, you know – um, mean to poo-poo the uh, starting slowly because that that was that was kind of a it was a, it was a question it didn't make sense to me and sometimes it's a, sometimes it's hard to get your rhythm you just don't shoot the ball well early and um, until you get in the flow of the game that's why I always thought it's it's best to go inside those layups and free throws are a lot easier to hit than the, than the three you know one of the best things or not best one of the most significant differences I should say between the NBA players and the really good college college players is having their rhythm. They, they have their rhythm a lot more consistently. They don't, they don't, you know, not all of them. Some of them go out there and have a bad night. But, you know, they, they, the, the being in rhythm and being more consistent shooting is, is just different. And, um, but uh, I, I don't know. I don't certainly. I, I was going to say I have a good strategy. Let's not fall behind by ten in the first five minutes. You know? Yeah, that's that. That is. I think. I don't think uh, that is the plan. Is to to fall behind like that, but they, when you keep doing it over and over, it's 8 nothing start. It's an 11 nothing start. It's, you know, every game is like that, and you're like, what is it, What are they doing? What are, they, are they not getting loose enough? Are they not – are they eating uh, turkey and wine before the games? And, uh, you know, I, it's hard to understand why they've been so bad at the beginning of games, but then they come out and they have a great game at the beginning. Yep. Well, normally, yeah, but normally chemistry has something to do with it, and if you could, you could, somebody could bottle chemistry, you know, <laughs> you know multi-millionaire. Um, I, somebody was talking about Mississippi State earlier. I, I, they said on the TV that they they were number one strength of schedule um, at that point. I don't think it'll. I'm not. I don't know how that's going to be at the end of the year. That probably has to do with you know who, which conference teams they've played so far. Yeah, because uh, they had also, beaten. You know, uh, I think they'd beaten Utah and somebody else in that. Um... I'm trying to think of what tournament it was. It might have been, I think it was in, Na- well, not Naples. Where was the, there was a tournament somewhere down, Fort Myers maybe? Bahamas, Bahamas maybe? I don't know. No, it was like Fort Myers, I think it was. Um, and they won They won that tournament and they won a couple of big games there for them. But yeah, there are, their uh, net ranking well, was actually pretty good. Yeah. That doesn't that doesn't affect your strength. I'm talking purely the strength of schedule. They had the number one SOS. I mean, they could be 0 and 12, and so the, the you know the win loss doesn't matter. But um, you know, I don't know how that's going to change if that is is heavily weighted because of who they played in conference so far, as opposed to who they haven't played. But anyway, what I called to ask about was um, uh, Steve had the question earlier about who was the best Gator right now. And I thought it was kind of kind of interesting. You could go a bunch of different ways. And along those lines, how, how, is Damian Pierce still have a chance at Rookie of the Year or did somebody just because he got hurt? Do you have any idea on that? Um, I, I think there are a couple of guys that are kind of considered the favorites. Um, and the, the fact that of who he played for didn't help, you know. Um, right. Because uh, – but, I mean, I think he's, he's certainly a, a candidate. I don't – I'm I'm just trying to think of other rookies, but I remember at some point I was looking at something and they and and they were throwing up somebody's stats. I went, oh, nah, he'll probably be rookie of the year. So we'll see. Uh, I'll look. I'll try to look it up during the next break. Okay, appreciate it. And uh, last two questions, uh, along those lines, who is the most veteran Gator right now in the in the uh, uh, 
the NFL. Somebody said maybe Carlos Dunlap, I, and also crediting him as maybe the, the, the best. I, I don't know. Do you know who it is? I know Brandon well, Powell's still out there. His I last season was 09. Brandon Powell was later than that. Um, I'm just trying to think yeah. of anybody else. It, it may be yeah. Carlos Dunlap. Max Garcia's been around for a long time. He's not still in the playoffs, but he he's still in the NFL. Uh, about that. I mean, maybe after in the break you can look it up. And all time, who is who had who played the most years in the NFL as a former Gator? Almost Brown is something I'm going to throw out there, but I have no idea. And uh, uh, go Gators, be safe. Yeah, I would I would bet it's it's Lomas would be. But there's some guys like Bobby Joe Green may have the record, or John James, you know, a kicker who could uh, was around forever. Um, I'm not sure about that, but. Uh, Certainly the best Gator player that's playing right now. I mean, it's kind of weird that there are a lot of Gators. They're everywhere, but there's not like that one great, you know, I, I, Kadarius Tony has been great. You know, he's found his way, but again, he had to get traded to find his way. Certainly McPherson is a guy with who's obviously doesn't miss ex- – doesn't miss field goals in the postseason, at least so far he hadn't. Um, you know, there was a time when you knew it was Marquise Pouncey. There was a time when, obviously, you knew it was somebody else. But I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, I'll, uh, I, I'll have to do some research on that. I did want to mention, though, that um, I, I talked about Florida's basketball schedule and how difficult it's about to be. Now, Wednesday they have South Carolina here in Gainesville. And again, I go back to it being a not so much a must win as a must not lose. And everybody goes, and I've had people say this to me, what's the difference? And I go, well, there, technically there's no difference, but there is a difference. You can't lose these kind of games because it hurts you worse than winning the games. But you still need to win them, not to lose them. None of this makes any sense. I've got a track record for that. But. Uh, and then it it gets really tough. This is at least was a net rankings when I looked it up earlier yesterday. Net rankings for the next four opponents after that. Florida, by the way, was at 45 last time I looked, which is okay. But you need to get one of the at least one of these wins. If you get two of these four win, four games, you're back in the picture of going to the NCAA tournament. Kansas State at Kansas State, they're number 16 in the net. Very good. Obviously, we know there's going to be a lot of emotion there with Keontae. Tennessee's number two. They got him at home the following, I think, Wednesday or Tuesday. Um, at Kentucky, which is 38, and then at Alabama, which is number three. Those are your next four games. Kansas State, Tennessee, Kentucky, Alabama, three of the four on the road. And then it definitely softens up, but you got to beat somebody. Now, the win over Mississippi State, as good as it was, and a nice win, and they, they do have a pretty good net ranking, you don't know what it's going to be at the end of the year. It may not be in the top 75. I mean, if they lose enough games, it won't be in the top 75, and then it's not a quad one, and that's what they look at. They look at those quad ones. Regardless of whether you like it or not, this is what happens. So it is what it is. Let's get one more break before we uh, – Wrap it up. We'll get Michelle on when we come back. Uh, Let us take this break. We'll be right back with more on the tailgate here on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. 
on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Jensen Young. Former Gator tennis star Ben Shelton beat fellow American J.J. Wolf last night in five sets to advance to the quarterfinals of the Australian Open. The 20-year-old only turned pro last year. Shelton will face Tommy Paul on Wednesday in what will mark the first Grand Slam quarterfinal match between two Americans in over 15 years. Tonight in the NBA, Orlando Magic forward Jonathan Isaac will make his return to the court for the first time in 904 days. The Magic will welcome the Boston Celtics, who boast a league-best 35-12 record and enter the matchup on a nine-game winning streak. In Gator football news, Florida has landed grad transfer Cameron Carroll, a running back from Tulane, and Manny Nunnery, a linebacker from Houston. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jensen Young. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With express shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. At International Diamond Center, it's not just a new year. It's a new opportunity to bring you more choices, more value, more ways to celebrate your love. So we've expanded our selection of exquisite, hand-picked, ethically sourced diamonds from a half carat to 20 carats, all shapes, all sizes, all at our famous no middleman prices. This year especially, we know price matters, and we're committed to delivering the best value every day. We've also brought in even more exclusive designer jewelry, new cutting-edge fashion-forward rings, earrings, bands, bracelets, pendants, things you can't find anywhere else. And of course, IDC is proud to offer a truly spectacular collection of luxury timepieces, including a stunning selection of pre-owned Rolexes. We have all the most popular models in stock with no wait list and no restrictions. Come to IDC in 2023 and let our non-commissioned experts help you celebrate those important milestones. We guarantee the best value, the highest quality, and the strongest warranties and guarantees in the jewelry industry. International Diamond Center. Locations, hours, and more at shopidc.com. Got chronic joint pain but want to avoid steroids and surgery? Take some advice from pro football legend Emmett Smith. Call QC Kinetics. Let QC Kinetics help you improve your quality of life with biologic therapies that get your body to repair and restore damaged tissue. These exciting new regenerative treatments from local medical professionals can help your body heal itself with lasting pain relief. Trust me, you want to avoid surgery if you can. Check out these biologic treatments to see what your options are. QC Kinetics, restorative, regenerative solutions with no downtime, no surgery, no drugs. I'm talking about joint pain we all can relate to in your knees, your shoulders, your hips, and your lower back. They'll get you feeling good again. Get relief now. What are you waiting on? Make the call to QC Kinetics. Tell them Emmett Smith sent you. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. Coming in February, Florida Gator Baseball, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
Well, I'm talking about China Grove, but I'm also talking to you guys for another six minutes or so. So let's go ahead and get to Michelle's call. We always love it when she calls. What's up, Michelle? How how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good. Good. So I know we're talking about basketball and everything, but I'm a huge tennis fan, too. Yeah. So I hope Gator fans have been catching either the highlights or going back and look at the replay because Ben Shelton is playing amazing tennis down under. Yeah, I watched uh, uh, the last few games of his second round match. So I was flipping around and I went, oh, Ben Shelton's playing. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, and now I've been following it. But, again, when they play at 3.30 in the morning, I'm probably not. Oh, yeah, can't do it. I go back and watch it online later on. And yeah. last night he went to a fifth set and he was – I mean, he has a serve. Um, I didn't know that he had played football for a time before he switched over. And they were commenting that that probably has helped his uh, serve with his arm and all because he was blasting it last night. So he's making the Gator Nation proud down under. And he's remembering he's a Gator. He hits the Gator chomp and everything. So just wanted to give a shout-out to him, and hopefully Gator Nation will be following and keep a lookout uh, for him because he's doing some good stuff. Yeah, I think most people are are gradually finding out about it. I mean, it's it's not a – you know, something because it is so late at night, you know. Right. It is. It's the, it's the one tournament that is it, the coverage is, unfortunately, because of the time zone, it is what it is. Uh, if you don't if you don't actively follow it, you know, you'll miss it. You'll be like, oh, what's going on? So because yeah, it slipped up on me after the after his first win, uh, first round win. And I was like, oh, my gosh, he's playing in a tournament. So then, of course, I had to make sure that I followed it. But. Just wanted to give that shout out to yeah, him. Yeah, absolutely. We're we're, All right. we're on top of it. Thank you. All right, you're welcome. Yeah, and his uh, his dad, of course, uh, did a tremendous job here, winning the national championship. No doubt about it. Yeah, it's it's it would be great if this was like the U.S. Open and you could watch it like it even at like the late matches or at like nine o'clock. <laughs> but yeah, there was one at three thirty. I was like, you know, I'm not even going to tape it because. Uh, most of these matches, too, now they're getting to a point where they'll show the entire match, but some of these matches, it'd be like, hey, let me, you know, like there was one early match where he won a set, won the first set. And I'm like, all right, let me see what he does in the second set. And they never went to it. They showed another a women's match, and they were showing all that because it was coming down. To, and I went, I'm not going to stay with it. I'm not going to stay with it and wait for the thing I want to watch, right? But I mean that's the way it, the way it works. Um, I did want to mention gymnastics. If you, I did watch all of that Friday night. I was very, I did work out hard this weekend, but I was also decadent in the way that I, I didn't eat well and I watched a lot of sports. It started Friday night with the gymnastics. Florida was not at its best, but it's okay. It's good. Was well good enough to easily win and a lot had to do with Alabama having to count a fall on the beam I'm not on the beam on the uh, uneven bars uh, they had two young ladies uh, fall which is a shame you never want to see that um, but you know Florida is I, I remember just turning to my wife and going man Florida's really good you know this was not even their best and look what they were able to do um, it's going to be fun to watch as we go down 
this season as this season goes forward. And again, they they've got a, a meet Friday. It's at five forty-five. We actually will start while we're still on the air um, on Friday because uh, they play Georgia. And I get again, TB wants it at five forty-five. That's when they play it. Uh, I assume it's because of TB. Uh, and of course, the basketball game is at seven o'clock on Wednesday. It's by the way on the Deuce if you want to if you're going to watch it at home. Um, and that that again, you need to get that win. That's one that you, as I said, you can't afford to lose. It's more of a can't afford to lose than it is a must win. Um, I'm trying to think, look down at my sheet here and see if there's anything that we haven't covered. We've covered just about everything with a lot of stuff going on, including Florida getting two players all through the transfer portal today, a uh, linebacker and a running back. Um, and we talked about the playoffs. I thought it was a good stat that Chris Harry had uh, about Florida men's basketball Six of the seven SEC teams they played have shot under 40% and scored less than 66 points. That's what this team has become. It's a defensive team that plays really good defense uh, and uh, sometimes doesn't shoot it so good. I did want to, though, before we leave and get out of here, I, I noticed Sal Bando passed away. Um, Sal Bando was a I, – I love that Oakland A's team. The guys with the mustaches, the handlebar mustaches, that was a great team. And I want to also wanted to mention David Crosby dying over the weekend. That uh, he was in poor health, so it wasn't a shock. Uh, anytime you're the founding member of, of two of the great bands of all time, obviously the Birds and uh, Crosby, Stills and Nash, and and then Young, um, wasn't always the easiest guy to get along with. And as we know, he and Neil Young weren't speaking at the end, but Neil Young put out a really classy tweet about losing David Crosby. But David Crosby could sing like a bird and really good musician. So again, you hate to see that happen. Anyway, that's going to do it for today's show. I hope everybody had a good time on it. We had a lot of fun. I knew it would be kind of an easy one today with uh, so much going on over the weekend and we'll be back tomorrow. Robbie Andrew will join me tomorrow and on Wednesday and then Jeff will be back on Thursday until next time. I am Pat Dooley. I am deep. I'm way back and I am out of here. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.